Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone. It is I, Katie Petrick, joined by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Now, before we get started, hey, hey, I want to draw your attention to our awesome tumblers right here. You see them every show. That's because they are Patriot tumblers and they're pretty darn awesome and we'd love to send you one as well. All you have to do is visit patriotclub.us and make a tax-deductible donation to support this show. It's, it's, it really is that simple. People ask us all the time how they can support us. How Hey, we love what you're doing, but how can we actually support you? Well, <laughs> Patriot Club is one way to do that. It's a very easy way. Plus, again, you get a sweet, sweet stainless steel tumbler with a ripped George Washington on there. Now, again, all you have to do is visit patriotclub.us to get yourself a going there. Now, we've discussed the gender-affirming agenda for a while now. <laughs> but, of course, now in an attempt to keep their half 500 million, I was going to say half billion, but 500 million, half billion, in taxpayer funds, the Planned Parenthood is shifting some of their support to promoting puberty blockers for kids. I mean, why wouldn't they? It's Planned Parenthood. David? So the headline, uh, Planned Parenthood pushes puberty blockers for kids in cartoon advertisement. That's right. They're facing a backlash from some for promoting a cartoon ad encouraging children to get on puberty blockers if 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 they think they think there's a remote possibility they might be trans identifying or non-binary which a lot of kids are confused and don't know so maybe they are so maybe they better go follow Planned Parenthood's anyway so apparently there's a video that was put out a puberty blocker ad by the abortion corporation the massive big death on wheels business actually no that's something else but um it tells children they get puberty blockers to quote put their puberty on hold which is a lie but let's t take a peek at this video there's no one-size-fits-all puberty experience if you're trans intersex or non-binary know that you're not the only one feeling confused for some intersex people puberty may start later than age 14. You might experience some of puberty's changes and not others, and your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. There are medicines you can take to help your body start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Some people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity or how they feel inside about themselves. Your gender identity is real. You should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. There are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. Want to learn more? Go to PlannedParenthood.org teens. Calling BS on puberty blockers are safe. What? a blanket statement that there should be a lot of lawsuits coming down the road here katie for saying stuff like that but anyway oh and notice how the big pharma notice how they're tying that in there there's a lot of money to be made here i'll let you share asinine is the word i was going to use thank you asinine but what i do like from that video is they had a stop sign however my <laughs> 
version of that stop sign is stop doing this to our children. Just stop doing it. You see what they, they're trying to make it so ordinary and so like, hey, it's so cool if you know you start puberty earlier, if you start puberty later, it's totes cool. And that's what they do with gender. It's cool if you wanna say you're um, a boy, but really you're a girl or a girl or a boy, or if you wanna blanket all the other types of genders they've concocted to make it feel like, hey, you're cool, it's cool, you can do what you want. This is the type of lax uh, understanding of reality that we've been put in, and our children who don't have the capabilities exactly. in their brains because they're not fully developed yet, Exactly. the kids then just go along <clears throat> because they don't know any other way. And that's exactly what Planned Parenthood is, just another iteration of them doing this. And hey, they're trying to get the kids even younger. Yes, Planned they are. Planned Parenthood. Getting, getting them even younger. Because yep. now, hey, not only are we going to come and talk about abortion and how you can get an abortion and how you can do all the different types of sexual activity, now let's just change who you are all together. Yep. Boy to girl, girl to boy. Because we're making a lot of money doing this, they say. And by the way, did you notice how this is sugar-coated, groovy music in the background? Rainbows. To your kids, and then the rainbow is in there. They've, so what could go wrong? The, the rainbow. Oh, oh yeah, they've, they, they've basically hijacked the rainbow, which used to be a nice thing, and made it something that no one wants to see anymore. It's all just fantasy land. And, and the fact that they, again, at the end, are talking about how you can just stop it, and then it's like, yep, you can start. No consequences. It'll, it'll all be fine, is what they're telling you. It will not be fine. It will not be fine in the least. So um, just to read a little bit of the article, uh, Planned Parenthood adds that some intersex people, by the way, stop, I'm intersex. I'm oh, not wait, sure. stop the stop sign? Yeah, We're doing stop. the stop. Intersex. 50, let's say 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Why haven't these people ever been around in our history before? Interesting question, right? What, how come the LGBTQ wasn't around 100 years ago? Otherwise, we would have read about it in history books, surely. But they say that they add some intersex people. They take cross-sex hormones or undergo a series, series of sex change surgeries. First of all, we know you cannot change your sex, but you should, certainly can have cosmetic surgery or physical mutilation, but a series. They're just not making money off the drugs. They're, the hormone, whatever they do with the hormones, they're just not making money with one surgery, but a series. Oftentimes these are very complicated, and it takes a series of surgeries, Katie. So people are coming back, these victims, I mean, I'm sorry, patients are coming back for follow-up surgeries, not yeah. just one. Okay. David, both sorry. of us, both of us have no, been I'm not teenagers. So, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> both of us have been teenagers. Wait, we know wait. what? Yep, I remember that. It was a that. long time ago for you, I understand. <laughs> but it's awkward enough. And they address that in the video. Oh, you could get, you know, pimples or hair can grow in, in place. Things happen chemically in your body, biologically, okay? <sighs> now, hey, we can put a stop to that natural awkwardness and just start shooting you with these puberty blockers and you have to go through these surgeries and you have all these other way more complicated, way more uh, dangerous activities done to your body that if you would just let puberty take its course, it would be over sooner with obviously less harm. You'd, you'd be a better person in the end, but now, we're deciding, hey, we can just put a stop sign on whatever it is we think we are in terms of our gender, and they think it's going to be okay in the end. It's, it's way too much stuff. But I wanted to, to point out, and I think you saw this point as well, they had a former trans-identifying woman 
named Helena Kirchner, who said that when she visited Planned Parenthood, and she was 18 years old, mm -hmm. so an adult, yep. uh, a nurse provided her with a high dose of testosterone after an hour, one hour on, on the clock that they included at the end, one hour long appointment. And the big abortion business, they, di they didn't even ask for blood work. They didn't ask for medical records. Wow. What did they ask for? Oh, that'll be $200. And here's your testosterone. And here's your testosterone. Wow. That's what the big business of Planned Parenthood is. Yeah. So there's so much we could say about that, but we've got to move on because still to come, a California high school teacher is put on leave after assigning an essay that graphically describes young girls watching a grown man masturbate. There it is. What is with these sick people? Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. California. Sums Say no it up. more. <laughs> Say no more. We have a disgusting assignment here from a James Logan High School, which is in Union City, teacher named Tom Mijares, who's now been placed on leave, thankfully, pending an investigation for posting an assignment, which included an essay that graphically described nine-year-old girls watching a grown man masturbate until completion. Now, this Mr. Mijares is a social sciences teacher. It's either social sciences or English. Um, and he's been teaching for nine years. Now, I'm going to give a warning before I read any of this. Parents, get your kids out of the room. I'm going to try yeah. and not say some words, but just get the kids out of the room. Or hit pause or for hit a pause. moment. Yes. Now, uh, before I get to that, Libs of TikTok was given the 10th grade assignment from an anonymous source. And when the story oh. was brought to light, then the teacher was put on leave. And right here, thank you, Libs of TikTok. This is what we need to be doing. This is us shining a light on the darkness, right? If we didn't have libs of TikTok out there as being the resource for everyone to find out, and, and I guess not to toot our own horns, but toot our own horns when we find these stories and we bring them yeah. to light to you parents to like let you know what is happening in these schools. We need more of this. Yes. This is why parents need to be vigilant. Because if that parent or whoever that anonymous source was didn't have the courage to send it to libs of TikTok, it wouldn't have gotten put on out to the public, we wouldn't have been knowing about this, and this teacher would still be teaching this. Okay. So shout out to James O'Keefe, to Christopher Rufo, to and others live the TikTok. Yeah, all yep. of them who were shining a light on yep. darkness. Now, this essay that was given was called Shower Power Hippie Man, Jeez. and it's about a nine-year-old girl named Michelle and a group of girls her age who sneak into a nearby neighborhood to watch a grown man take a shower. And on one such occasion, the girl witnesses a man masturbate to orgasm. Now, this short story, which you can see, but hopefully not zoom it up on, uh, it's full of grammatical errors. And it reads a section. Again, I will try to gloss over some things. Our nine-year-old eyes followed hairy hippie butt cracked mildew showered stall. Lather from watered down, no more tears trickled down to the body parts we were much too young to pronounce. He loved to wash down there you know it and he'd 
yank his droopy thing to soap up the 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 body part i'll just say you know can we just emphasize the fact that this was uh, an assignment for 15 and 16 year olds correct so you're a little embarrassed out there just hearing katie try to go through this without using all the words that are literally in there and it is graphic and we I have a hard time doing this, friends. I, I hate doing this, but these are what children, minors, are hearing. Not every public school, but a lot of public schools. That's why, why I report on this. Please continue, Katie. I'm sorry. Yes, um, and just know also, this is a social sciences teacher, so I want to know what class this actually was for. Geography of the body. I don't under. I don't. I don't know what Good this question. wasn't civics. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what class it was. Now, um, he kept doing action with the item. I'll call it the item. With the item, like Tia Annie's Boston Terrier. Stood up, stood out, stood red. Different from any other body part we'd seen in our lives. Suddenly, like a volcano in the film, we saw in Mr. Larky's geography class. There we go. That's where the social sciences part comes in. Um, <laughs> it exploded. And then it talks about a certain hostess dessert comparison of what came out there. And, um, and it went everywhere. So there, that's that's the summary. I'm not I'm not gonna give the rest of the details of it because why is it necessary for grown adults to think that any of this would be like, hey, I'm gonna give this as an assignment for my students. But hey, it's all about critical thinking in schools. That's what we're told. So this is, you know, we're we're gonna normalize our assignment by by asking the students to describe, you know, what's going on in this short story. Right. Uh, by using lines from the text to support the response as well, you know, identify unfamiliar vocabulary words and explain the importance of routine in your everyday lives. I, so, again, sophomores, 15, 16 years old, maybe specifically boys. Maybe. Is this teacher looking to get a similar response to what the short story was talking about? Like what what? What, 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 and why? I mean, I know this is a different generation. We're in different times today and social media and the iPhone and everything like that. And then, then the porn industry and all that, that's made it a completely different world than at least when I grew up and when my parents and grandparents grew up. Uh, but I'm thinking this is, this is still a public school and these are still children. These are still minors. And again, we make the point, if this was read to a kid out in public on a park bench or at somewhere else at a grocery store at a mall, hey, let me read this to you, you'd be arrested. So I ask again, how do so many public school teachers get away with this in the classroom? Why are they protected? Good question. Now, the one positive out of this whole story is that the principal and the superintendent both like made comments to the public saying how disgusted they were with it. John Thompson sent a whole email out uh, to Libs of TikTok when Libs of TikTok asked for it and said how, you know, he was outraged and you know they're doing the investigation ongoing we'll see what happens hopefully he's out now now that i'm done with that Ugh. all right coming up texas school kids are set to receive dna and fingerprinting kits in case of emergencies but some critics claim the kits are being pushed to help id the remains after a school shooting we're talking about that next do you love america are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come? Then let's take action. Every few days, we give our money to the big box stores. 
how we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stop? What if we shop with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created. SwitchToAmerica.com gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever. This is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. SwitchToAmerica.com. Take action if you love this country. Here is a great way to show it. SwitchToAmerica.com. All right, now we have schools who are going to ID kids using DNA and fingerprinting kits. And we've had this, is, this is not new in terms of like these kits being available, but in Texas specifically, they're making it a bigger deal. Uh, and some critics are questioning the reasoning for it. Now, in all Texas public schools and open enrollment charter schools, students in kindergarten through eighth grade will have a child identification kit taken. Senate Bill 2158, it actually passed the Senate 30 to 1 in the House 113 to 32 to become law back in April and May of last year. But at the time when they passed it, they said that money had to be available. Well, the law states that the purpose of the kits is to help local and federal law enforcement locate missing or trafficked children. But in light of events happening over the past year, specifically in Texas, critics are saying that the kits are being uh, intended to help investigators identify human remains in the event of another school shooting. By the way, I don't, I don't like this idea at all. I'm surprised it's Texas in a way. I don't like this idea at all because we're talking about tracking I understand if that random thing happens and one of the child, one of the children's go missing children's, um, but I don't like this idea at all when it comes to freedom. But so there's a means for parents apparently or guardians to collect DNA samples and fingerprints from their children, and the kit also calls for a current photo. Uh, those parents and guardians wishing to utilize the free kit then keep it in their possession in case of an emergency, which may arise. 995 National Child Identification Program website. I, I have mixed uh, thoughts on this. I understand how some parents might say, well, yeah, that would be a great thing. Then at least if something were to happen, we could uh, track or identify our, our child. But I don't know. I don't feel good about that at all. Well, and, and I mean, back in the day when I was a kid, you did, I mean, you could get the ID bracelets. So that would be, but now technology and everything, it's like, you know, getting the DNA, the fingerprints, having it on file and all that. Yeah. Now, the kits that cost nine ninety five from the National Child Identification Program, I mean, that's entirely voluntary <laughs> for now. And... <laughs> There had been similar kits that were distributed in the fall of 2000 and 2006, 2007, with little public backlash at the time. But we're in 2022, and some concerned parents have speculated that the schools are doing this because of the two horrific school shootings that occurred within the recent years. Back in 2018, there was the school shooting at Santa Fe High School in Santa Fe, Texas, which is about an hour uh, south of Houston, and that had eight students and two teachers dead. And then, obviously, I think we all know about Rob Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Um, where we had, it took a border patrol agent who breached the door and shot the, the maniac to, to death before, or too late after he had already murdered 19 fourth graders and two teachers. Now, mm. 
Parent reaction to all of this, one parent uh, named Anthony Crutch, who's part of Clear Creek Independent School District, said that it was almost like the state just throwing their hands up and saying, we can't do anything about the guns. We're not going to change any of the laws. So therefore, the next best thing is to make sure that we can identify your K through eighth grader if they are killed in any type of school incident. When I receive them, we're going to complete the kit and store it in the cabinet and praying to God nothing happens. Okay, I understand that from a parent that's been through something like that or that you've heard about these tragedies in some schools. Um, but I still think it could, it's a slippery slope. I hate using that cliche, but it could lead to a lot, a lot of different things where people who do evil will find a way to track kids or do something with these kids, uh, their DNA or whatever. It's a little creepy to me. All right. Well, hopefully not too creepy is before we go, which is up next. And we're going to discuss how incredibly expensive it has become for the average family to spend even just one day with Mickey Mouse ears. The numbers are unbelievable. Stay right here. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we go, Katie, we've been taught from an early age to respect the government's wisdom mm. because many believe they're so much smarter than the rest of us, you know, mouth breathers. <laughs> um, well, I give you this headline as a possible counterpoint. Listen to this. Social Security Administration announces Americans can choose their gender on forms. Yep, this is the world we live in now. According to the agency, the Social Security Administration's Equity Action Plan includes a commitment to decrease administrative burdens and ensure people who identify as gender diverse or transgender have options in the social security number card application process. This new policy allows people to self-select their sex in our records without needing to provide documentation of their sex designation. Uh, there's one caveat. At this time, the agency does not have an option to select non-binary, but rest assured it will be added soon. Katie, how can we take our government seriously anymore? It's just one branch after another doing this idiocy. and We cannot. Yeah, we cannot. Simple. Speaking of <laughs> crap policy and the brilliance that is government, San Francisco nearly spent $1.7 million on one public restroom. That's right. The single toilet was to be built in a 150-foot space in the No Valley Town Square and completed in three years. That is, until word got out as to how much money the bid came in at. In comparison, Los Angeles spent roughly the same amount of money to build seven modular bathrooms around the city. So, Katie, did you know the average cost of a home right now in San Francisco $1.4 million, and they want to spend $1.7 million on a single public toilet. Mm, yes. Something about this and the story being in San Francisco, it kind of all makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I know this would be a city issue, but also look, look who's the wisest, speaking of government, the level 
of official you have. Who's their member of Governor the House? Governor Gruesome or Nancy Pelosi? I rest oh, my case. Yeah. Anyway, finally, speaking of spending big money, <laughs> did you know the average family of four could pay roughly $1,100 to spend one day at the so-called happiest place on earth? A new study found Disney is not so family friendly when it comes to entertainment or the pocketbook. A single ticket for anyone above the age of 10 could cost up to $269, depending on the date on which the family visits. Don't forget $30 to park, not to mention food purchases and souvenirs. That could easily add to the total of $1,500 for the day. Over the last year, Disney has tried to make up for the lost revenue during COVID by raising prices 10%. And interestingly enough, Disney has only raised prices at their California theme parks and not in Florida. Hmm, Katie, those rainbow-colored mouse ears are getting mighty expensive these days. Well, you know, if they want to just advertise as being family-friendly, they just better invite the drag queens in and have story hour. That would solve the problems. Well, they're already family-friendly in the new definition of the words family-friendly. That wraps up this segment. More to come next time. Katie? All right. Make sure you're smashing that like button if you are watching us on social media. And please do send us all of your feedback, all of your ideas, and all of just general questions and concerns by visiting stayeducated.org. For David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show, Patriot Club. Hmm? Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.